Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Younger Old Man Podcast. Uh, how are you? How have you been in the past two weeks that I have not checked up on you? Uh, I'm just staring at a line of robins waiting to get in line in my little bird bath, a.k.a. my driveway that's got a massive puddle in it. Uh, that's what I leave the puddle there for. It's fun. You watch the birds. Um, you don't pay for more stone in the driveway. That's cool. Uh, no, really, I just have a puddle in the driveway that for some reason, um, is the best bird bath. Uh, I, I do have zero interest in filling it, um, cause it's a rental house, so I'm not going to pay for gravel for the driveway. Uh, but it is a fun little bird bath. Uh, and really there's a line of robins waiting to get in. Don't really know why, cause it's windy and cold right now, but, um, that's what they're waiting to do. Yesterday would have been the day. Uh, I guess yesterday. Yeah, yesterday it snowed and today it snowed again. Um, it didn't really stick around because it's doing that weird thing where I can't figure out whether it's uh, hot or cold out. How's that song go? You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. Uh, what part of the early 2000s can we skip over that song for? Um, yeah, the weather's been nuts. That's fun. Watch the birds in the little bird bath. Uh, get stuff done and then shut yourself in for a week because the weather sucks. That's kind of the point in the year we're at, um, where you get really nice weather and you think you're going to get a bunch of stuff done. Um, you think you're going to plant the garden you think you're going to do all these wonderful things and you start doing it and mother nature has another plan for you. Um, that's fine. It gets you kind of started in a good, I don't know if rhythm is really the way to say it, but uh, a way to not overload yourself like I like to do. It's like, oh, I got to get all this done right now. Everything has to be finished right now. Um, that's kind of been my attitude the past two weeks because I just kind of like, it all of a sudden feels like, holy crap, I'm now behind for getting everything done for the spring. And partly because of the weather because uh, I think on the last podcast I mentioned uh, forking half the garden. Well, I, I mean like I did the whole garden, but I only did it one way. Um, and I really just haven't had the weather to actually get out and do it the other way. So my wife planted some things already and it's been forked halfway. So that's what it is. Zach, why are you planting things in April? Why? Because we're planting things like, uh, lettuces and broccoli and things like that. And we're, um, direct sowing seeds as well. So things take a little longer to go. Um, if you look at your handy dandy little, uh, uh, what is that? Gardening zone, farming zone, agriculture zone. I don't actually know what that is called. Something zone, whatever zone you're in tells you what you can plant when, what time of the year. Um, so we're still all in zone for all of that, but we're always aggressive in trying to get everything in just cause the way things roll for us, if we don't get ahead, we're going to be behind. There is no on time for us. Um, I'm a, I'm a very much a not wait till the last minute person if I can be. Um, my wife likes to wait a little longer. She is not a procrastinator, but she likes to wait a little longer. Um, and so the combination I think lands us on a pretty good timeline of getting things done on time. Uh, so yes. And if she's listening, no, I don't think you're behind. I don't think you're late. I don't think you procrastinate. I just think that I get things done really early 
and you get things done in the last reasonable amount of time to be on time. Again, it is still within reason for being very much prompt. Never late. But that is the difference. So anyway, we landed a perfect sweet spot, I think, for planting the garden, at least I hope. And by that, I mean I try and get the garden ready, and then she basically takes over from there. Um, so I've kind of failed on my duties by only forking the garden halfway. So I'm behind. Maybe maybe things are turning and turning over a new leaf. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So there we are with that. Uh, I'll probably fork uh, the remainder of the garden that we haven't planted stuff in yet. Um, areas that will plant sweet potatoes, areas that will plant tomatoes, peppers, all those things that we haven't planted yet. Uh, so that's kind of the tentative plan. Other things have been getting done. Um, well, other things that I need to get done are I need to actually make the chicken fence higher. Because uh, we clipped the wings of my one chicken, and she still gets out, and the others have now figured out how to get out. Um, basically, they just, like, hop up on the gate and then fly out, which I've reconfigured the gate to try and make it so that they can't do that, but they still figured it out anyway. Uh, so I have some extra fence that I was originally going to put around the garden, which I don't think I'm going to do anymore because it's the same size fencing that I have around the chicken coop. Um, rabbits can get into like anything. So a fence for the rabbits is basically pointless. Um, they'll figure out how to get through it unless you have chicken fencing. Uh, I guess you could probably do that. I don't think rabbits can get through those tiny little holes. Uh, but I have, you know, the two inch by four inch welded wire fencing is kind of the stuff I have. Um, rabbits will go right through it. Groundhogs will get under it. Um, so, I mean, I, I could maybe keep the groundhogs out, maybe, but they would, again, probably just burrow underneath. Um, obviously, mice can get right through it. I don't think mice really eat a ton from the garden. I think the main issue is rabbits. So, um, the fencing originally idea around the garden was just to if we were going to let the chickens free range more, um, keep them out of the garden. But the reality is like when the chickens get out, they get into everything. They get in the flower beds, they get into all basically anything you want them to stay out of. I'd have to fence off like our herb garden, our garden garden. I'd have to keep them out. I'd have to put fencing around, uh, all of our flower beds. It's just kind of a losing game. Um, with thought with that idea. So I'm bummed about that, but I, I don't think I'm going to let them free range any more than they already do. Uh, so my fence now, I think is a four and a half foot fence, five foot fence. I don't know. It's about my chest height. I'm almost six foot. So 12 inches less. Yeah, probably somewhere thereabouts. Um, no, it's smaller than that though. Anyway, uh, the chickens can still get out of it. So I'm basically going to replace a few of the stakes with larger T-posts, and then I'm going to take the other welded wire fence that I have and just attach it slightly higher up the T-post. Um, it should be plenty high enough. I have six-foot T-posts. Uh, my thought is if my fence goes to about six feet high in total and I rebuild the gate, they shouldn't be able to get out. So that's my thought. If not, then I don't know, whatever. They'll get out sometimes. I'll I'll butcher the one chicken that, that uh, keeps getting out. If that's the case, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
She's kind of making a mess, though. She's destroying the flower beds. She's after the herb garden. We don't have anything planted in the herb garden yet, but it's all the stuff that's still there from last year. I don't know. She's she's just a menace. Um, so that's my tentative plan for that. Other things have been getting done. Uh, sharpen my mower blades, which is long overdue. Probably needed to be done last year. And also help me remind myself that I'm just hard on things. Um because there's some pretty gnarly divots in my mower blades. Uh, it's after two years of use. I didn't sharpen them after the first year, and then my plan to do it last year never happened, and I just went the whole season without doing it again. Um, so there's some pretty gnarly dents in those blades um, in terms of, like, the gouges in the blade itself. They're not unbalanced yet, um, but I don't know. So anyway, I took care of those, sharpened those up the best I could. It'll definitely be time for new blades next year uh, if I don't get fed up with it this year, which I don't think I will. It should be fine. Should be. Should be. Also, I learned that the little tool that you attach with your drill is pointless for sharpening your mower blades unless you're somebody who never hits a rock ever, never hits a stick ever, and sharpens your blades every year uh, without fail. That might work for you then. I don't know. I just got fed up and took my grinder to him and had a good time and did the best I could. Put them all back together. Hopefully uh, the mower is good to go now. Charged up the battery. Needs gas. Uh, it should be good. I don't know. It's not rocket science taking the deck off, putting the deck back on or the blades on or anything. So in theory, I did it right. But um, in theory, everything works. So that's kind of my my little spiel on that. Well, what else did I do? I organized the shed, which I wasn't planning on doing, which was way overdue. That feels good. You it can actually like get things done now in the shed. That's good. Uh, shelving went up in the basement for holding all of our canning supplies, something my wife had been wanting, um, which was nice as well because it was all over the floor and it was annoying. Uh, so that's good. Just lots of little things like that so we cannot be behind. Um, I probably could cut the grass already. Several people already have. Uh, I know I just talked about snow, but it's already kind of that time. Um, again, finding the time. It's been nothing like you get a nice 65, almost 70 degree day here. And then it's just followed by like five days of rain and like 45 degrees. I don't really know what the deal is. It's kind of annoying. It's like, get it all done right now. Okay. Now go back to doing what you were doing. Anyway. So that's kind of the deal on what's been going on around here um, in terms of being productive, anyway. Uh, shelves in the shed. Shelf, shelf, shelf. You can just call me the shelf king now. I'm getting tired of putting shelves up. Actually, quite tired of putting shelves up. Um, they work really well, and they're very convenient. Very, very convenient. Also went on a big, long run two days ago. Uh, well, I guess since I last talked to you, I've been on several big long runs. Um, I did like another 16 mile run two Sundays ago. This past Sunday was 20 or 21. Uh, challenging run, definitely a challenging run. I didn't have to poop though. And that was amazing. Um, that was very well planned. I got up in the morning and I just sat right on the turlet, see if anything happened. Um, and then because nothing of, of, of uh, substantial relief happened. I was afraid my entire run that it was going to come catch up with me, but it didn't. So that was really cool. Um, 
yeah, 20 or 21 miles, somewhere thereabouts. My Garmin shut off around three miles. I don't really know why. Um, I think I may have paused it for a half second, but I thought I hit start again. Um, I don't really know. So I basically had to divide that into two runs, which is sort of annoying in my head. Like one of those things. It doesn't really matter. It's just a training run. But like looking at your watch going, I have to add three miles to that and just kind of like not getting the satisfaction of like, yes, I've actually here. This thing shows me that I've run 20, 21 miles. That was kind of annoying. But anyway, overall a good run, but definitely challenging at the end. Way more hills at the end than I expected. It was a route I had never done. It was a direction I had never, I don't know. It's the first eight miles were a run that I've done before. And then everything after that was just kind of like, uh, the direction of a friend's house. Um, and I actually parked a vehicle at my friend's house, which was really nice of them to let me do that on Easter, no less. Um, and yeah, it's just crazy hills at the end. I hate hills, man. And it's just like up and then down and there's no berm. You're just right on the pavement. I have bad knees and, uh, my ankles don't love the pavement either. So I avoid pavement like the plague. Um, but I, I run alongside the road. That's how I find enough places to run the miles. Um, and, but yeah, just at the end, just straight up, straight down, or at least that's what it felt like when I was running. I don't know. Maybe you get in a car and be like, what are you talking about? This is rolling hill. Um, and there was a bridge out in the one section, which was kind of funny cause you get to it and you're just like running across. Well, I didn't run across it. I walked across it cause I wasn't really planning on falling. Um, but you're just like walking across a steel girder. It's not a far drop. It's a little stream beneath you. It's, you know, like next to somebody's farm field it's really not a big deal um but it's just you know whatever it was something new something fun and exciting uh so i was very glad to be done with that i think that's actually going to be my last long long run uh before i do the full again i have to just drive the route so i can be 100 percent positive on the mileage but it's going to be 26 uh, so it's going to be a marathon, more or less, I guess. The uh, unofficial Big Valley Marathon from one end to the other. Um, which I'm feeling very confident in the in the route, just because I've run both legs of it, and it's not hard, in my opinion. Um, crossing the valley is going to be the most annoying part, um, but I think I'm going to run, like, right down my lane to cross it, which is going to be kind of cool, like a little hey, I'm here. Um, and then, yeah, the, the last half is really, there's really nothing in it that's like that crazy. There's one big hill at the end. But even that is, it's just like a, it's very straightforward. There's nothing, you know, it's like, here's your big hill, run up the big hill. Okay, now you're done with a big hill anyway. I don't know. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident in the in the route. I'm pretty confident how I've been running. Everything has been feeling good. Uh, I felt pretty toast at the end of that run on Sunday, but again, it was those crazy hills that I wasn't used to. Um, although I did run today and my ankle is not right. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, planning on running like a half marathon. I think on Saturday, I'm going to go hiking on Sunday and then going to try and do some pretty minimal runs next week, I think. And then either next Saturday or Sunday, uh, I'll do the full thing. Um, and then I'll be done because it's been a lot of fun. It's been a learning experience, but it's also, it's time consuming, you know? Um, it's cool to just wake up when you wake up 
on a Saturday or Sunday. Who am I kidding? My kids are going to wake me up at six o'clock anyway. Um, but I, I, you know, it's, uh, it's better to wake up with your kids at six o'clock than go for, I don't know. It's different. It's just different. I really like getting up early and running. Um, but I'd be happy to get up and run like six miles instead of 15. (laughs) I like it, but it's also like, okay, still running. Ah, okay, still running, still doing it. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's that's the deal on the long run. So whatever, two weeks from now is, I guess, what it's going to be. Not this weekend, but the following. Uh, as long as the weather cooperates and the stars align. Um, and then uh, you can hear me babble on about running a little less. Yes, also hiking a little, just a little hike on Sunday, nothing crazy. I don't actually know how far it's going to be going with a friend of mine. Um, I assume it's going to be no more than 15 miles. Um, I'm hoping he's not going to surprise me and just be like, hey, we're going to do a 20 mile stretch. I'm like, ah, I really don't want to do that right now. <laughs> I just ran 13 yesterday. Uh, I doubt that'll be the case. So um, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't really been on a hike. I went on a hike with my wife, I don't know, three weeks ago. I miss hiking. Um, I, I actually the run, the run is fun. Um, I really like trail runs a lot more, uh, but it's just a little more challenging than what I'm trying to do right now. Um, so trail running is kind of pushed aside. So anyway, I've been missing hikes, been missing being in the woods. Uh, and with the weather getting better, it'll probably be more and more hikes. Um, and probably a little backpacking trip with my friend Carl sometime this year, hopefully. Um, so that is that. And this weekend I was, I was watching this movie with my wife. I can't remember what it was. It's on Netflix. It's about, uh, these teenage kids who make a metal band. Um, it's kind of a cheesy, almost bad movie, but also really good. I don't know. Maybe it's just good to me. Cause like that was me in high school. Um, for people who don't know, I'm definitely a metalhead. So it was, it was, some of the stuff in it was so cringeworthy and awful and just like that's not metal at all in in terms of like that's not relatable that's like a very hollywood thing to come up with and then other things were really cool and exciting um and and right on point so it was fun uh and i mean the story kind of it doesn't revolve i mean the main character is pretty much yeah i would say the main character is the drummer um so that was cool for me being a metal drummer used to be a metal drummer hopefully get back to that more than i am now someday um but anyway they one of the main songs they keep coming back to um is war pigs uh you know by black sabbath um and i was like yeah you know i need to i need to go back and like really dig into some old you know quote metal albums which is like whatever almost easy listening at this point right um, it's obviously still metal. It's Black Sabbath. It's the godfathers of metal. You can't say it's not metal. Um, but I, I like went back today. Was it today? Yeah. Today I went back and, uh, re-listened to, um, the Paranoid album. And it was just like, man, this is so cool. Cause it's so metal, but it's also like bluesy and kind of jazz in there. Like there's, you know, like when they were experimenting with different genres back then in the 70s and the 80s, like they were still so heavily influenced by by so many other kinds of music. 
Like now, if you listen to any genre of music, it's it's very much that genre. And there's subgenres of everything. Like especially when it comes to metal, there's I, I don't know how many different core now. You know, there's I, people get crazy about their genres, but it's cool because like you can totally see how Black Sabbath was influenced by all these different you know d- different styles, different genres. And it's also crazy to think about, at least with uh, the Paranoid album. That came out in 1970. And my point isn't that it's old, which it is, but the album came out in 1970. Of course people thought it was devil worship music. Like, nothing had come out like that at all before. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to think... Like, there was nothing like that before. If you hear any music now that's new, you go, oh, yeah, that's really cool. That's, like, X, Y, or Z. And it's different, and it's new, but, like, it it, it was a lot like that. Whereas music from the 70s is, like, I mean, they were all influenced by somebody or something. There is no such thing as original music. I don't care what anyone says. You're all getting influence from something before you or some uh, sound or something that came before you. So there's no such thing as like original music. Oh, that's not, that's not, they copied this, they copied that. Yeah, well, Led Zeppelin copied freaking whatever, black jazz and blues musicians from the 30s. Like you you could make that argument to the end of time. Um, but it was kind of cool to go, okay, yeah, no, that was 1970. All right, well, like, 15 years before that, people were still listening to, like, Chuck Berry and the Comets. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course it was metal. I don't know. It's just crazy to think about, like, you know, there was such a sanitized idea of music not that long ago. Like, how many different kinds of music were there in the 50s or the 40s? I mean, there's different genres, but, like, really how much how much different kind of music was there then? Like... You had some sort of country thing. You had probably had some sort of, like, folk music. You probably had some, you know, whatever, your swing, your jazz. But, like, you really, you were pretty limited. And it's just crazy to go, wow, like, you know, everybody knows Black Sabbath. But that was, like, revolutionary at the time. It's just kind of took me back. It was It was cool to hear all those different sounds in there. And it was cool to realize, like, wow, this was you know, when, when you think about them being some of the godfathers of metal, it's like, well, of course they are. I mean, nobody else had done anything like it. They're paving the way. Um, and the seventies was also really not that long ago. I mean, you know, seventies, someone who was born in 1970 is what? 52. Yeah. 52. It's not that old at all. That's crazy to think about just because things change so fast now anymore and you lose track of time and you lose track of all these other things. It's easy to get caught up in like what's going on around you. Um, but yeah, you, you, you listen to, you know, an older quote, older piece of music, or you watch an older movie or you, I don't know, you think about all these things. And you're like, that's not really that long ago at all. Um, yeah. So if, so if, I guess you could bring that around to say like, if life's a little crazy, just wait like a minute, it's going to be really different in a minute. <laughs> and I don't mean, Hey man, it's just going to be like that a minute. No, I mean like really wait one minute and it'll be very different. 
or look for it and it will be very different. Also on that same moment, slow down because it goes really fast. Uh, not to harp too much on my theme of last week of time, but yeah, slow down a minute. Um, enjoy Black Sabbath. <laughs> uh, enjoy music like that. I don't know. I'm going to go listen to another album tomorrow. I'm probably just going to do like a different Black Sabbath album uh, each day of the week. This week. I don't know. Maybe then I'll switch over to Zeppelin. Or maybe then I'll switch it up and go, uh, just go forward in metal time. Is this something, something a little newer like Metallica? Because that's another thing, like all these bands that influenced me, that influenced modern metal, um, I have obviously listened to and know their songs, but I can't say like, I've never delved deep enough into the deep tracks of some of the godfathers of metal. So I think I need to spend some time and just kind of like, you know, just an album at a time. And I think that's another thing. You really need to listen to a full album. People just listen to songs now. Um, where, I mean, like, you know, however long ago you had to listen to, I mean, not only did you have to, but like, if you had a record, you listened to the whole record. And when the record was done, you listened to the record again, because that's the music you had. And you weren't going to listen to music again until you got in the car and turned on the radio. (laughs) You couldn't just like pull up Spotify and find something else. Like that was the music you had. I don't know. I still, I still remember listening to you know, listening to albums, that's kind of, that's still how I listen to music. Like, I hate, I don't know, if people, if a band's coming out with a new album, and they come out with, like, one song off of the album, like, oh, cool, give me a little teaser. When they do that thing where it's like, hey, we're gonna give you a new song every two weeks, and then by the time the album comes out, you pretty much heard the best seven tracks out of the 12. I hate that. It ruins the album. Like, the album is meant to be a whole experience. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox about music. I could rant and rave about music forever. Um, For people who don't know that, that was not something that was ever going to be part of this podcast, but now it's kind of become become part of it, I guess. Um, My intro to the podcast, I think, my very first episode was saying that I was going to talk about think hunting hiking outdoor activities all those things which i do uh i never say anything about music but yes um i can rant and rave about music till the end of time anyway thank you guys for listening to another episode of this podcast another rambling one at that um everything from you know black sabbath all the way to uh me wondering if my ankle's gonna be good to go um it should be it will be it'll be fine and if not i'll run it anyway because that's kind of what the whole point is what the whole plan is so anyway thanks thank you guys for listening once again um if you enjoy the podcast share like subscribe all that fun stuff uh i think by now you probably know where to find me um yeah enjoy the rest of your week uh have a lovely weekend hang out with your kids if you have them if not hang out with your dog don't hang out with your cat. Cats are pointless. <laughs> I'm trying to remember that Ron Swanson quote. Something about, oh, a Boston Terrier is basically a cat and cats are pointless. Something like that. Anyway, uh, thank you guys. We'll catch you next week. Later. Mm-hmm.